0: Now the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show continues
1: on Chicago's
2: Home for sports.
0: ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app
3: In the Bucs tonight, Thursday night football. It's the PointsBet Sportsbook Bears pregame show. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. If you want to join the program, the phone number is 312-332-3776. We're breaking down the Bears all the way till kickoff. And uh, Adam, when we look at this game how did this team get here? They're 3-1, and, and they've won their games in uh, close fashion. And then we see last week the offense looked terrible, and the Colts run the ball out in the fourth quarter. The score a little bit closer than the way the game felt, 19-11. to 11. But basically, the record of 3-1 and one for the Chicago Bears heading into this contest against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers does not feel like a 3-1. It feels like a team that is a lot uh, less successful than a team that has three wins through four weeks, and I think tonight is a big test because you are facing a legitimate three and one team. The Bucks are a good team, and by all the metrics, that would suggest that the Bucks are actually better than the three and one record that they hold. So tonight is a fascinating matchup to me.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, if you want to go through it, I mean, the Bears are a, a, a catch in the end zone from a rookie. Against the Lions uh, to losing that game, they're a a, uh, an extra two minutes maybe away from losing to the Giants. If if games were two minutes, how about thirty seconds? Games were sixty-two minutes as opposed to sixty minutes. Right, the Giants Um, had them on the ropes, and you know, barring a a comeback and a quarterback change against Atlanta and a complete meltdown from that team, as we've seen from them in the past few few weeks since the season started, you could be zero and four, but you're not. You're three and one. You have a chance at making the playoffs. And you mentioned the Bucks being better than their, uh, their record indicates. If you go by DVOA, and we trust the DVOA above anything else here, they're the number one team in DVOA. They have the seventh best offense, the second best defense, and tw- 25th in special teams is what's bringing them down. And we talked to Aaron Schatz earlier this week from uh, Football Outsiders who goes through and, and analyzes all the DVOA numbers. And he said that basically they're the worst – Number one team that they've had based on their metrics, and that's because of special teams. You look at the Bears, twenty second overall, twenty seventh in offense, seventh in defense. This is we were taking calls, and I still don't understand this, Chris. We're taking calls during Waddle and Sylvie about Chuck Pagano being out, and and when can they when can they get a new defensive coordinator? They're seventh in DVOA.
3: They, have this, they still have a top 10 defense by a lot of metrics. Well, the problem was the heights that they hit in 2018. Hey, they haven't lived up to that. not going to happen no, again. No, no, I, I know it's not, but I think Bears fans expect that because the names are the same. Which names have changed from that defense we saw in 2018 to what we have now? Well, if anything, you've upgraded because you right. added Robert Quinn. Jalen so, Johnson has been great. So I think it's fair for Bears fans to ask, why has the production not been
4: the same? I think that it's you're not going to get the turnovers. That, like, we've talked about this many times. There were balls that literally bounced into the hands yeah. of Eddie Jackson and he ran it back for a touchdown. The ball, the weirdest shape ball of any sport, bounces a different way, and that is just a fumble recovery and not a pickup for an, a touchdown. You know, they were very fortunate. They had historic turnover numbers that aren't going to be replicated, but this is still a top 10 defense. This is still. A defense that can win you a Super Bowl. But I will tell you this, Chris. Yeah, I will tell you this. If you go to ESPN.com today, Aaron Schatz, who we just mentioned, had an article about the most surprising thing about each NFC team. And what he said about the Bears. The Bears are the seventh team defensively, according to DVOA. They're 27th in first down defensive DVOA. 31% of first downs against the Bears result in a new set of downs. That means that 31% of the times, a third of the time, when teams line up for first down against the Bears, they get another first down. That's 27th in the NFL. The NFL average is 23%. The Bears are at
3: 31%. And that's why when we have been talking about this all week long on the show, about the Bears' defense needing to get off the field, stuff to get off the field with on, on first down, the team's converting, right? Especially late in the game. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I've got a log cap off of Twitter here. No, tweet something. No, tweet something. I'm not good. Try retweet our, our show. Tweet, yeah, yeah. Give us a give, give us, us a promo. Give us a promo. Tweet it. Do you think he'll oh, no. get mad Qu- if I do Quote that? Tweet
4: light. it. Love listening. Listen to my guys right now. Listen this, to my this show guys. Is great. And put up like the t- listen to the tall dudes from Libertyville. Put that on there. Listen to my guys, comma the tall dudes
3: from Libertyville. I, hold on. I, I'm sorry, everyone. I, I'm trying to log into Twitter as we're starting <laughs> off the show. Uh, Aaron Schatz, by the way, check yeah. out the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Mm-hmm. Black and Abdullah, we mm-hmm. talked to him the other night. A lot of great information about the Bucks and the Bears and also the rest of the National Football Here, I'll League. I'll let you tweet that, that while I read some. Yeah, we're getting yeah, great me, interaction on yeah, Twitch. You can watch us on Twitch Cap, as I mean, always. Cap left himself logged in. I mean, hey, you know, he's. <laughs> Coming at us, the other day, because you didn't know how to do a virtual wave on a zoom call. Twitch.tv slash ESPN one thousand on Chicago. 30.
4: Shermanati on here says the Patterson will score a touchdown on a kickoff or a punt return. Um, uh, Rutan wants to know when Fangio gets pumped in Denver, can we uh, have him back? I, I don't I don't know. Uh, Antoine Thomas is right, just like we saw how dominant the Cubs have been since 2016. That's a good point. That's a good point. But what's there? uh Antoine is the numbers are still there the Bears were a top five defense then they were a top 10 defense they're still a top 10 defense today as we go into this game against the Bucks, they are the seventh best defense according to DVOA they are still a top 10 defense you
3: Did want, you want really? me to say listen to my guys on, the tall guys I'm from Libertyville here. does that look good listen you like to my that?
4: guys the tall guys from yeah. Libertyville yeah that's perfect is that cool yeah. is that yeah. all right yeah. is that that's yeah. not that's doing coach. anything inappropriate that's coach. right that's coach. he
3: left himself logged in here what? yeah
4: I mean you at least have to tweet something all right
3: Okay, hold on. He's going to get mad at me, though. You know that. Why? It's promotion. It's how it works. Let's go to Pat in Wicker Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Pat? Pat. Hey, guys. Uh, I agree with your uh, take here.
5: Pat, should, I, should something... I tweet
3: this? Cap left the, this signed in. Should I tweet it? Yes, definitely. Okay. all right. All right. <laughs> Carry on with your bear stock. Go ahead.
6: Um, so, uh, you guys bring up a good point about the DVOA on defense but like back in the Lovey days you heard defense
7: calling out offense and Ron Rivera's calling calling the defense some whoever's calling the offense Maggie is calling the offense he's the head coach no one's going to be calling out the offense on the team that's the issue
3: yeah, no, I'm I'm mm-hmm. with you on that, Pat. Thanks for the phone call call again. And, you know, like when you look at how this is all kind of working out and, and because Nagy doesn't really have anything to do with that side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball, yeah. and it was Vic Fangio running that defense, which I think to this point, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, most Colts fans were not happy with the way the Colts defense was ran under Pagano either. Like the last time Pagano had real success was when he was with the Ravens. Right, as a defensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. if if I'm remembering correctly. And so, you know, we do have this idea where he did have success. He got to a new spot. He was the head coach didn't have the same success, loses the gig. Now he's here with the Bears, and maybe it's the same collection of talent, but the scheme is not quite the same, and that's why you're not getting the same
4: results. You gave up 17 points to the Giants. I understand you gave up 26 points to Atlanta, but that's a very good offense. Yes, they were without Julio Jones, but in a loss to the Colts where you lost 19-11, to you give up 19 points to a team you should be able to win. Like, Look at the scores around the NFL. If you're only giving up 19 points, then you should be in you should be winning those games. You should be able to your offense should be able to score minimum 3 touchdowns a game because look around the NFL, scores are in the high 30s, the 40s, the 50s in some cases. I mean, if you if Matt Nagy is supposed to be this offensive genius, this and create this offensive juggernaut of a team, then where is it? If your defense is only giving up 19 points a game, you should be winning that game.
3: This is the Points Bet Sportsbook Bears pregame show. Points, book, uh, Points Bet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet. Download the Points Bet app now. 312 332 3776. Here's the question on the table Bears and Bucks on the lakefront, Thursday night football. Who's the one player you're looking forward to stepping up tonight for the Chicago Bears? Who's the one player that you say this guy needs to have a great game for the Chicago Bears to win tonight? I think there's a lot of ways we can go here. I Mm -hmm. think a name that jumps off the page to me immediately is Khalil Mack. If Khalil Mack has a game record type of game tonight, I think the Bears can win this football game. Obviously, Allen Robinson's a wide receiver we've seen to this point in the season. He's putting up nice numbers mm-hmm. as a number 1 wide receiver. Are you looking for Robinson? Is it David Montgomery? Do you want to see him carry the rock tonight? Or is it the quarterback who didn't look good against the Colts and how he needs to actually step up and play well against another really good quarterback to give this team a chance? Who's the one player? 312-332-3776. As I ask you the question, who's the one player? The Bears need to step up tonight so they can win this football game. See, I don't think it's Nick Foles because as I said
4: yesterday and before, I don't think you're going to see significant improvement from this offense in a short week, especially against the second-ranked defense in the NFL and the Bucks. We saw what they did against the uh, the Colts. This Bucks team is only allowing 64 rushing yards on the ground. Now they allow 270 passing yards a game. So if Nick Foles is going to have a good game, it might come tonight, where a defense is susceptible uh, to the pass. But if Nat Nagy abandons the run and they know you're just going to throw, then we saw what that kind of result leads to against the Colts. So I don't think it's going to be someone on the offense, Chris. Just because you've had a short week, you can't really install anything new. I look for that to happen against the Panthers because you have ten days to get ready for them. You have ten days of Nick Foles taking those first down, uh, those first uh, team reps. We look at, we'll look at the loss against the Colts, and we'll look at tonight's. Should they lose this game? And obviously, we hope that they don't. But if they lose against the, the Bucks, we'll look at those two games and say, if Nick Foles was starting from the jump, will. Could he have won those games? Could he have performed better in those games against top defenses if he had more reps with the first team and he was starting those first three games of the season?
3: 312, 332, 3776. Who's the one player you're looking to step up tonight? Casey and Melrose, you're on ESPN 1000. Who's that one player you're looking for, Casey?
6: Well, boys, I wanted to talk about why everybody's giving defense a hard time. It'll make it really quick. I think it's because when you watch the Bears' offense, It is such a struggle to put points on the board. Like it feels like, you know, I want to rip my hair out. It's so hard for us to score points. So it makes that 19 points that the Colts score so much. uh, I don't know, more visible. It just you know, you feel it so much harder. You know.
4: No, I know what you mean, Casey, and I think that yeah, you're right. They do uh, they do deserve some criticism. They did not have a very good game. But if you look at if you look at the stats, the team isn't performing poorly. Like Jalen Johnson oh, and, no, I get I and, and Kyle I Fuller are two of the th- top three uh, in completion percentage against in the league.
6: Yeah, yeah, I, I 100% agree. But I'm just saying it's so difficult for us to score. But when the Colts put up 19 points like, like it's easy,
3: mm-hmm. it makes, it makes yeah. those
6: 19 points look so much different than our – you know, three. impossible for us to score.
3: Casey, yeah. who are you looking uh, to step up tonight for the Bears? Nick. The only <laughs> man that matters.
6: I, I wanted to say his nickname,
4: but I know I'm I'm glad you censored yourself. Thank you for the censoring. I'm glad you censored yourself. Thank you for yes. doing that. Yes. We yes. all
3: said it in our heads. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call. Thanks. 312-332-3776. All right, we got the phone calls going. We'll take your calls. Coming up next, who's the one player? You're looking for the Bears to step up tonight so they
0: can beat the Bucks? Your call's next. Chicago's home for sports. Talking Bears football. Back with more Bears Insights after a timeout.
2: bSP ESPN 1000.
3: Bears Bucks tonight, 720 on Fox Thursday Night Football. Who's the one Bear you're looking to step up tonight so the Bears can beat the Bucks? Let's go to Nick and Skokie. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick?
2: Nick. My call. Again, um, I need to preface this by, by, by saying, because I don't think I said it to you guys the last time I called, but I'm a huge Raiders fan. Um, I'm not a Bear fan, but I do live in this city and support them whenever I can. And I think that it's got to be Khalil. And and here's why I think it's got to be Mac. Obviously, one, I'm partial, because I still wish he was in silver and black. Um, but I think that when... I know teams are, are throwing double teams at him, which, which is the right thing to do when you can make that much disruption. But whoever's playing opposite of Khalil really has to take advantage of the situation if he's being double teamed. Last thing I read was that he had a stack and a half so far during the first four games, and he's way more disruptive than that. Based on what the last caller said when he said, look, it's got to be Nick Foles, I think if Nick Foles has a good game, it keeps the game close. But if we're talking defensively, if Matt can get to a strip sack or, or get to Brady, and I know no quarterback likes to get sacked, but man, I feel like Brady really hates getting sacked. And no one hates Tom Brady more than me, but I feel like Khalil has to have one of those games where like he's all over the field and it almost feels like the Bears have three or four more guys on defense than the Bucks have on offense. Thank you again, guys, for taking my call. You guys did great.
4: Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Let me add this to Nick's point, too. Someone, because my answer, Chris, is simple. It's not any one person. It's the defensive line. The defensive line needs to step up. Well, because he said either whoever's opposite Mac, whoever's, well, they move him around. So whoever's lining up, whether it's Akeem Hicks, whether it's Khalil Mack, Tom Brady has a 2.5 QBR when pressured, second worst in the NFL. You have to get to Tom Brady. I don't care who it is. It can be anybody. I don't care. That's why I'm saying it doesn't matter to me. If we were doing if we were doing a Mongo's man ups on this Bears pregame show, I'd tell you the the defensive line Shout needs to, to man up. The defensive line needs to man up because Tom Brady has the second worst QBR in the NFL when he's pressured. He has a 75.7 QBR when he plays from a clean pocket. It's not great. It's like middle middle of the NFL. It's like it's right around seventeenth. But when he's pressured, second-worst in the NFL. You have to make him uncomfortable, and that comes from the defensive line. That's not new. No, I
3: know it's not new. No, you your stat, perfect. I agree. That's a key. Absolutely. Haven't we known that about Brady for, what, the last five years? Yes. When was the last time someone said, yeah, you know, actually, uh, don't, don't make – Brady uncomfortable in the pocket, right? Like <laughs> Let that, him throw from a clean pocket. That, that's the scheme for every defense every week but going if, against Tom Brady. But if I told I you, I agree with you. But are you surprised that he becomes the second worst quarterback in the NFL when he's pressured? No, because I, I thought that that I, I, I vaguely remember that like that was something we knew like two years ago. Is that when Brady faces pressure, mm-hmm. he's awful, but yeah. when he has time. He's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. And, Get you know, here, here's the other thing. And, and to the last uh, caller selecting Khalil Mack. Again, we, we've mentioned it on the show this week. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Six to eight every night right here on ESPN 1000. Hi. Mack has been good. Mm-hmm. But when I watch games on Sundays, there are individuals who disrupt and change games. And I feel as if I have not seen Khalil Mack do that for the Bears in quite some time. I feel like it's been a minute since he has completely taken over games. And I don't know if that's on me because I remember his first game vividly in my mind with the Chicago Bears and the fact that he completely changed that game and he was so great on a national stage. But to me, he is not giving us top five disruption each and every week. And that's how we lose a game against the Colts is because he doesn't, like, he has the talent, and I get it. You can give me all the nerd stats you want, the PFFs and the whatever stats, all the stupid stats of, oh, he's breaking, there are two guys on him and every other play, he's breaking through. Well, guess what? Give me a sack. Can I have sacks? And can I get a ball on the ground? (laughs) Let's go to Adam and Juliet. I'm I'm fired up. I want Khalil Mack to do something to disruptive tonight.
4: Uh, can I have
3: what? Can, can he hit Brady can hard? What? Can he smash Brady into the ground? Can you have what? Sacks. Oh, okay. Adam and Juliet, you're on ESPN. I'm fired up, Abdallah. Juliet. Adam, oh, what's I'm up, man? I'm fired up. I'm Let's fired go. up. Too. Let's go. Let's go, Bears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what my question is you know, with Pace and Nagy, um, you know, when they do the draft, I know that I'm sure they talk to each other like, you know, do you like this guy? Can you you know, how do you see him in your offense? Why the hell did we draft a tight end and we don't even use him?
4: Like I don't even know his name anymore. Cole Komet. It's Cole Komet and he grew oh, up a Bears. He's he's a he's <laughs> oh, okay. Adam, Adam. He's his name's Cole Komet. He grew up a Bears fan. Yeah. He went to Notre Dame and he's playing for yes. his favorite team. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. So that's working out real good now.
4: I feel like, Adam, I understand what you're saying. And, yes, Cole Komet needs to step up more. And Matt Nagy had the the dumbest thing I think he's ever said so far when he's like, yeah, we need to get Cole Komet in on more plays. He's like, you you control this. You are the one that controls the plays. You call the (laughs) plays. Call his number more (laughs) often. There's a
1: reason why Andy
3: Reid took the play calling back.
1: Do you remember that game where yeah. uh, they had like a 21-point lead and Nagy's like, let's just pass every down and give the Titans a chance?
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, Adam, and thank you for the phone call. And this is what uh, you're referencing to. Here's Matt Nagy earlier this week. He was asked why Cole Komet has not played more snaps. I, I would say to start off, J.J., that 15 is not enough. He needs to be out there more, number one. Um, so we're, we're aware of that, and he is, the, he is doing a really good job. At, at taking in this offense which we knew from the from the get-go that he was going to do so now that he knows the tempo of the games the adjustments things that go
7: on within the game um i feel like he's ready so i i, I hope here you guys will start
3: seeing more of him he's going to get more opportunities as we go he's earned that right
0: and uh you know that that'll be our job as coaches to make sure it's more than 15
3: so to me that answer from this week aren't you using hold him? on so so, to me, that answer from Nagy this week means Komet's going to be out there for at least 50% of the snaps, right?
7: I, I would hope at least,
3: more. At least? You, got, you brought in Jimmy Graham. He played 15 last you week. You gave him
4: $90 million, or not $99 million, and he's good in the red zone because he's tall. Because he's 7 feet tall and he can reach over uh, defenders and he can pick the ball. off. That's fine. I get it. But the rest of the field, until you get into that red zone, the other 80 yards of the field... Why aren't you using Cole Komet? Why, you drafted, You used what your, first pick, your first draft pick on him. Not first round, but use you used your first pick on him.
3: Yeah, he should be playing. I, I agree. Let's go to Kevin on 290. Who's the one player you're looking to step up tonight for the Bears? Kevin, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey,
6: boys. How we doing? We're good, man.
3: I want Khalil Mack to do something good tonight.
6: I do, too. You know who else I want to bring some electricity tonight is Eddie Jackson. I feel like he's been having a pretty quiet year so far. And, you know, in uh, the past couple of years, really brought that energy on defense. I feel like you guys talked about uh, Khalil Mack putting pressure on Tom Brady. We all know he's bad under pressure. We all know he's given up a few pick sixes in the past few weeks, go, dating back to last season. But I feel like Eddie's got to be in a good position to capitalize on that pressure, rivering on the defensive line tonight.
3: Absolutely. Good call, Kevin. And, and that's where, you know, Kyle Fuller, mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing with Eddie Jackson. Is He definitely is a ball hawk, but I need him to be able to tackle in the red zone and tackle near the goal line. I feel as if there's too many times that he is just unwilling to mix it up when the Bears are in a spot to keep a team out
4: of the end zone. It feels like he's trying to make that pick six play as opposed to covering his man and tackling properly properly. And look, you're a... You play defense for a reason, like, because you can't catch, right? You know, like, like he, was, he was really good at Alabama at returning punts and kickoffs. Broke his leg. They, they got him in the fourth round because of that broken leg. And he was good that year when they were getting turn, turnovers left and right. And now he need, and then he got paid for it. And now he needs to step up. And you need to be making those plays. It, you know, Jalen Johnson's played really well. Kyler, uh, Kyle Fuller has been playing really well. Eddie Jackson you're right. Eddie Jackson definitely needs to step up and be a better defender and not just a guy who can catch the ball and return it when the quarterback screws up. That being said, Tom Brady has had a few has had more turnovers this year. So it could be an opportunity for an Eddie Jackson pick 6 tonight.
3: 3123323776 if you want to join the program also our twitcher is ESPN1000 Chicago it's the twitch tonight. chat what do we got we have a virtual uh, happy hour it's getting ready for the tonight. Uh, game tonight people are drinking beer people all are right. drinking
4: whiskey people are or whatever you want to be drinking people are saying they're commenting all that good stuff it's it's popping in the chat tonight people jim, are getting ready for the bears game
3: jim in downers grove you're on ESPN1000 who's the one player you're looking forward to stepping up tonight for the bears
7: So kind of crazy, but I say it has to be Leno. He's got to go penalty free. He's got to stop whiffs on the line. And if he can play a game, they're going to get the extra play or two they need and stop the negative yardage. So I say Leno has to show up today.
3: That's a good call, Jim. I think keeping Nick Foles upright and allowing him to have a clean pocket to at least make throws down the field that need time for the routes to develop that's going to be key tonight. You know, we, we yeah. know that Nick Foles is not going to be very mobile back there, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with if he can get the plays off that Nagy mm-hmm. wants to actually run.
4: Can I can I say something that's going to be taken completely out of context? And please don't dump me. I want to see some holes tonight. I want to see some holes tonight. Okay? Because this this Bucks team only gives up 64 rushing yards a game. <laughs> I want this Bears team, this offensive line... To take over. And it's going to be tough because this Bucks defensive line, they are monsters out there. Do you want to see some monsters in the midway? They're on the other team tonight in that Bucks defensive line. So create some holes.
3: What was that again that you wanted to the say? Twitch got it. Twitch got it. Yeah, what, I want to see some holes tonight. Okay. Uh, Points Bet Sportsbook is the fast and easy way. I'm sure they're happy with this. To bet. Download <laughs> the Points Bet app. Now, Blackman Abdallah here with you, talking <laughs> Bears. You can call us at 312 332 3776. at one player you're looking to step up tonight for the Bears. We'll talk to you next.
0: This is the Points Bet Sportsbook Pregame Show with Fred Huebner and Brian Hanley <laughs> on the new ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000.
3: <gasps> points bet sports book is the fast and easy way to bet on sports you care about download the points bet app now and get 100 dollars in free bets when you deposit 20 with the promo code espn wait how much
4: one hundred dollars. You know what they have tonight? I was on their. I was on their app earlier. One hundred dollars in free bets. You know what they have tonight? Promo code um, ESPN. You can bet the Bears at plus eighty six. Oh, I saw that. I saw the Action Network talking about that, mm-hmm. promoting it. Turn twenty five dollars into fifty dollars if the Bears uh, lose by eighty six points or less. So I, I,
3: I look. That's a must do. Look, hold on. <laughs> that's great. The goats in town. Yeah, he's not going to win by eighty six. I. It's not happening. Mm. I will bet you that bet. <laughs> you want to bet that bet? No, no. I mean that's free money. It's free money. I agree. It's smart. Twenty five dollars to win to win twenty five dollars. It's free money. So download the Points Bet app now. Get one hundred dollars in free bets when you deposit twenty dollars with the code ESPN. Jack in Wheaton. You're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Jack?
6: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think that the one person that needs to step up for the Bears is David Montgomery, really anyone in the running game. Um, I think that the biggest thing with transitioning to Nick Foles is going to be protecting him in the pocket, and we're way too predictable of an offense right now. You've got the running game maybe on first and second down in the first half, and then we completely abandon it whenever we get down three, six points, anything. And you saw it last week. I mean, Nick Foles can't move around like Mitch does. I mean, that's one of Mitch's strengths. He nearly got his knee blown out throwing to Cordell Patterson. And I think to be able to have any success on offense, we need to get, I mean, I don't know if you guys have this. Do you guys have how many rushing touchdowns we have this year? Because just racking my brain, I don't remember any rushing
4: it touchdowns. It is zero. It is officially zero. The Bears are the only team in the NFL to not have a rushing touchdown so far this season. It's early. So
6: how about we get one rushing touchdown today, and and then we'll feel a little bit better? I mean, this is honestly, I, I don't know if there's any three-in-one team in the history of football that I felt worse watching as a Bears fan than this year watching
4: this team.
3: Wow! Really? Well, it's
4: be- it's kind of like it's kind of like at the uh, you know when you're watching a horror. Thanks for the call, Jack. You're watching a horror movie, and at the beginning, you're like, "I'm loving all these characters," but like four of them are going to die.
3: That's how it feels. So, what are you saying? The bears are running upstairs when they should be running out the yeah, front door. Yeah,
4: and stop! Don't don't stop! Like Drew Barrymore, you're running when you see your parents at the beginning. of scream! Don't stop! Just keep running! No, Why you are you stopping? You stop
3: there on the on the.
4: Why are you stopping on the grass? Why you right stopping the on the grass? Why? Why? You, you got to tie your
3: shoe. Yeah. No, like, there's no shoe tying. Just uh, you, don't, you don't still stop trip. and go,
4: Mom, you just keep running. You might running. have to go
3: back and take the popcorn off the no, stove. No, you just know, keep that, running. You don't want it to burn. Just keep running. I, I'm i stunned by that. What, is everyone a hater in this town? No, They're it's three just, and one. Yeah, but you kind of know what's coming. I'm not saying Jack's a hater. I'm just saying I don't think that we know what's coming. What is I it, think chair? No no. Haters. no, no, people Here, Here's the deal. What, what's up with you? Here's the deal. We've I talked thought, about I it. I thought
4: it you didn't. logged Cap out of that yeah, Twitter account.
3: Yeah, I did. Account. I didn't. I don't think he was happy that we tweeted that either. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. We've talked about it all week. You're 3-1. and one. You're sitting in great position to get a playoff spot this year. Do you realize how poorly this team would have to play over the course of the next 12 weeks to miss the playoffs? And, like, if that's what happens— If they play so poorly that they miss the playoffs with an extra team getting in from each conference, that means Matt Nagy will be fired. Mm -hmm. Ryan Pace will be fired. Mm -hmm. We know that Nick Foles is not the long-term solution, but maybe he'll be back next year as just a stopgap after you draft a quarterback in the first round and you'll be drafting a quarterback in the first round, probably the top ten picks, mm-hmm. because the Bears are going to have such a crappy record. Because if that's the case, you're only going to win five games. You already won three. That means over the course of the next 12, you're going to win two games? You guys are all out of your minds. They're at least going to go half. They'll win half at least. They're going to at least get to nine. Will they? Will they? I think they will. I think I think you're going a little overboard on this team being that bad. They're not that bad. I got I get it. They got lucky, totally lucky. I agree with you, Giants Lions luck. I haven't seen. I just think you're going a little overboard. And I haven't Jack, seen. That's a good call, Jack. But I listen. I they're in good position right now to get to the playoffs. Look, good teams win early, lucky teams and, win And what early. happens if they win tonight? Good teams win early. Will you will you flip your, your attitude there? No, if they go out and they beat a so Dom... This is... Because if they if win you tonight, wanna, you're really set up
4: well. Well, yeah, absolutely. And this has the... Remember, was it two years ago? The game against the Rams at home? It was two years ago. Yeah, it was a sloppy, was
3: low-scoring game. Sloppy, low-scoring it game.
4: It was cold. Yeah. And everybody was like, man, the Bears are legit. Yeah. Like, that was the game where yeah. it's like, it this around. defense is yeah. legit... The Bears are legit. Yeah, they showed up. If you do that tonight, then fine. But until then, here's what I, I... Good teams win early. Bad teams win... Or lucky teams win late, right? The Bears got lucky their first couple games...
3: Oh, you mean, teams, in, you mean in the game, not good, like yeah, the yeah. length of the season? Not like the length of the season. Okay. Good teams, like the Ravens run it up early. Because the lucky teams win early, and then by the time it gets cold no. around Thanksgiving, I'm they're not around anymore. I'm saying during games. You don't come, lucky
4: teams have games like they did against the Falcons, like they did against the Lions. Lucky
3: teams like, have those games. I get it. They, they haven't looked good. But I'm looking at it from a perspective that the numbers are in their favor. And I don't think that it's as bad as it looked against the Colts. Jane and Calumet Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jay?
2: Hey, how you doing today? Hey, I think the player that needs to step up is our defensive coordinator. You can't rush four guys, and we have the other team got five or six guys blocking. It's just like having a Jaguar driving it like a Volkswagen. You know, Let those guys be aggressive.
3: Jay, what kind of dog do you what have? What kind of dog, Jay? I'm moving to the front so you can hear me. I got No, gotta, no, what kind of gotta, dog? What kind of dog? I I what's gotta, your dog's I dog gotta, name? I
4: got a Corgi, man. What's your dog's name? Hey, Blue, Miss Blue. She's oh, a girl. Miss Blue. All right, Blue, Hello, Miss Blue. You give Blue, it's a bear it's a Bears Thursday. You give Blue a little extra treat tonight. I will. Hey, right. thanks for taking hey, my call.
3: Jay, absolutely. What's Blue What's Miss Blue think of the game? Who's going to win?
1: She sits right there, and watches. She's a bear fan.
3: Of That's course great. she is. Of course she is. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jay. We appreciate it. All right, God bless. I wonder if Gus uh, Gus is at home uh, yeah. with Autumn. And yeah. I wonder if he has his bandana on tonight. Oh, you got like a little bear's bandana? Oh, yeah, he's got a bear's bandana. Yeah, see Penny doesn't play Penny doesn't
4: play that. She doesn't wear stuff. She pulls it off. Really? She can't yeah, she oh. can't wear
3: stuff. Gus, she doesn't like it. Gus is a little um fancy at times. He likes wearing things. She likes to be free. Well, Gus likes, likes, to to likes to wear a little She's a nude dog. <laughs> She likes to be free. My dog, the the moment the moment he wakes up, he wants his collar on and he wants his little vest on and what? he wants to wear little pieces. What does he of got flare. meetings? I I don't I don't know what he's doing. He's he got like a business. He's meetings, got some Zoom calls. He's, he's, he's got a get whole, to. he's right. got a whole thing, and he'll come over and he'll paw me because he wants to wear stuff. Mm-mm. It's a whole deal. Nah. George in Old Town, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, George? Hell, gentlemen, I want Roquan to kick some butt and yeah. take
1: over. And get in. To Tom Brady's head tonight and excite the team
3: by making some huge, blasting hits. I'm I li- psyched. I like that, George. And Bears going to win tonight?
1: I think they're going to win tonight, but uh, it's going to be a tough game.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there on the tough game. I, I think the Buccaneers will find a way to win. And probably is the number still three and a half because I think they're going to find a way to cover as well. Let me um, check uh, the uh, points bet app here. It is uh, three and a half. Yeah, yeah. And all week it's fluctuated, right? It, it opened much higher, five and a half. It's dropped down. It was at four and a half the other day. Now it's at three and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think this Bucks team is good, really good. And I know I'm trying to tell you guys to say that the Bears aren't as bad as you think they are. I think this Bucks team is better. Let's go to Pat in Bellwood. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Pat?
1: What's up, boys? It's Pat the Designer back on here. What up, good to see y'all. Check him out on Twitter. Good Pat the Designer. Good, What's up, man? Good to see y'all. Good to hear y'all. Man, I, I see y'all on Twitch over here. I got y'all playing in the other room. Listen.
3: We're wearing our Bears gear the, today, Pat. I got a little
1: quarters up. Of- I see. You. I see. You. you look good. You look good. Doing mm-hmm. a little something extra with the hair?
3: Me or Abdallah?
4: Yes. <laughs> I just haven't gotten cut That's in a while. The fro, the fro is back. The quarantine and the lack of haircuts has been like you got to bring the fro back. I had a, a massive fro in high school, and so now it's like it's time. It's time to go home again. Do and bring it, that back.
1: Do it. Bring it home. Come home. <laughs> now, this is the, the person I need to see step up most is Akeem Hitch, y'all. And I'll tell you why. The year, well, twenty eighteen, when Khalil Mack comes to the Bears, super dominant, right? Super dominant. But the reason is, Akeem Hicks is blowing pressure up the middle, and all of a sudden, a quarterback's got to choose which direction to go. Do I go left or right? Back there to take, to, to, to take the quarterback down in that situation. This season, I'm seeing Matt get in the backfield, blowing double teams out. If you just zero in on Matt, he's literally throwing human beings out of the way. It's fairly impressive. It's like Thanos. But all of a sudden, all the quarterbacks are doing are taking one step up. I saw Phillip Rivers literally step Towards the Keen Hicks, and then just take off for a five-yard run. Like we're letting Philip Rivers run. That 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 tells you right there that this defensive line, the middle, has to get more pressure. Because if they're able to push up, all of a sudden you got two options: you got Robert Quinn, or you got Khalil Mack, and neither of those is a good option.
3: Yeah, no, that's a good point, Pat. Thanks for the phone call. And you know, if you get the pressure inside, up front, into Brady's face. You know, we've talked about it here on the show that obviously Brady's production goes down when there's pressure, and then you can have the two on the side try and pick him off, at least in the backfield. And you know, it, I'm also looking for someone like Danny Trevathan. Can we see him make some plays tonight as mm-hmm. well? It seems as if um, most Bears fans are pretty down on Trevathan to this point in the season. Yeah, he just
4: doesn't—he doesn't look like himself. He doesn't look like he has his legs yet. He doesn't look like he's in football shape right now. I don't know if the shortened uh, off season or the shortened preseason and not having preseason games to getting warmed up has affected him, but he's just not. He doesn't look like the same guy out there.
3: Okay, we have two callers from Denver on the line. Denver. Which one do you want first, Nate or Logan? De- uh, Logan. Okay, we're going. We're going to Logan in Denver. Listening Denver. on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Logan? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? What do you think of tonight's game?
5: I think the uh, Buccaneers' defense is pretty good as far as running game goes. I think BDN
1: is going to have an hell of a game.
3: Thanks for the call, Logan. Nick Foles. Nick Foles is going to have a hell of a game. Let's yeah. go to Nate in Denver listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Go ahead, Nate.
6: So, I want to see J.P. Holt step up. I want his snap counts through the roof because that would mean –
7: Maggie is calling an NFL football game and shoving his arena league play sheet up his
4: pocket. Okay, nice edit there. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it. Shout
3: out to Denver. Can we can we can we give a shout out to Denver? Our listeners on the ESPN Chicago app from Denver. Denver, I love it. Uh, Do you have some uh, prop bets for
4: us? I do. I've actually put it in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash ESPN1000. I said best bets tonight, let's go. And so we've got some best bets in here as well from the people in the the, the Twitch chat.
3: This is the uh, PointsBet Sportsbook Bears pregame show. We'll give you some prop bets coming up next.
0: More, more, more coming up on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. This is Chicago's home for sports.
2: ESPN 1000.
3: Chris Black, Adam Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. It's the PointsBet Sportsbook Bears pregame show. PointsBet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet. Download the PointsBet app now. All right, so let's go through some of the uh, prop bets as we head into tonight's action. Let's go over to the PointsBet Sportsbook and check out some of the things that we should probably keep our eyes on and put some money down on as we head into this game. Bears and Bucks on the lakefront. So the Bears are uh, getting
4: 3.5 tonight. They're plus 3.5. The over-under right now is 44 with the juice coming in on the under. That's about minus 115. The Bears are plus 165 on the money line right now. So Ooh. when I like to look at prop bets, Chris, yeah. I look at first to score a touchdown, okay. right? What do, what do the we got? Bears have yet to allow a... Wide receiver to score a touchdown. So you know you look at guys like Leonard Fournette who's active at thirteen to one. Um, and if you want to, so look you're at,
3: assuming the Bucks will score the first touchdown. No, no, no I'm just I'm just going through just the order. I'm just going. Teams? I'm I'm, just, okay. I'm naming
4: through. I'm right. going through the order. Leonard Fournette? Leonard Fournette is thirteen to one. Um, a guy like Allen Robinson is eight and a half to one. If you want the Bears, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Graham, who's had some red zone uh, success, is fifteen to one right now. Um, If you want, uh, if you think they're going to score their first um, touchdown from a running back, their first rushing touchdown, David Montgomery is seven and a half to one. Right now to score, how about this? You want you want the hometown kid, national TV uh, home game, first first nationally televised game for the hometown kid, Cole little, Komet, little Cole Komet, little Cole Komet wait, for the wait, first wait. touchdown. I
3: think this is going to be a fun sprinkle. How many? What, what's the odds here?
4: Thirty three to one. Kind of like that for Cole Komet as maybe the put, first touchdown. Maybe put ten bucks on it for fun. Why not? Why not? Uh, Riley Ridley, who's inactive, so I don't know why he's on here. Uh, <laughs> but then you can also do any time scoring touchdown. So Allen Robinson is like plus one fifty. 55 for any time. Uh, Gronk is two to one for any time touchdown. What's
3: that Allen Robinson for first again?
4: First is seven and a half to one. Give me that one. I think so. Uh, eight gonna, and a half to one. Eight I'm going to take Allen Robinson. That's what I'm going. Eight and a half I'm to, one. Half to one. All right. All right. I'm, I'm gonna going to sprinkle with. a little bit on Cole Komet. 33 to 1. All right. Throw, throw a 10 like tens- spot on that.
3: I like that. Why not? Uh, what do you have for. Do you see rushing yards? Can we get some rushing yards yes. for well, David Montgomery? Me, you got to allow me to. Because uh, um, uh, I think that that's going to be a So key. David Montgomery
4: is over 46 and a half yards. He's set okay. at 46 and a half yards. Ronald Jones is set at. This shows you the kind of respect they have. Rojo. Uh,
3: Rojo. Ronald Rojo. Jones. You know is... where he went, right? Hmm? Rojo. Went to USC. Fight on. Right, 71
4: and a half yards.
3: For Rojo, yes.
4: uh, if you want David Montgomery to have uh, 75 yards or more, that's at plus 250, so 2.5 to 1. David Montgomery to get over 100 yards is 5.5 to
3: 1. Well, well, let's talk this out, right? The second best rush defense in the NFL, mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. But we know that Matt Nagy and the Bears, when he has some form of a balanced offense, they're way more successful. In the games that they lose, um, he's lost 14 games as Bears' head coach. And they've only lost four of those games where they actually out rushed the opponent. Mm -hmm. So when they attempt rushes, the production for the offense goes up. And so I'm thinking if you can get David Montgomery, what was it again? It was like 49. Yeah. 49 and a half. 46 and a half. 46 and a half. And then you said there, there's bare there's odds at 75. Yeah. and then one hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know if he can get to one hundred. Nee. but if you think the Bears are going to win tonight, they have. Doesn't to Montgomery have to get to at least seventy-five yes. yards? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm trying to talk out here. Yes,
4: with you. yes, I like right. that. I like that. Uh, if you want to go to the Twitch chat, Twitch TV yeah. slash ESPN one thousand. Uh, big seven four seven dude likes the total, uh, the under. Uh, Roderick James is listening to the baseball show. He likes the Dodgers team total over five and a half. Um, <laughs> I just like that one. If <laughs> we <asked> for, <laughs> ask for what's your best bet tonight, and, and he, he said that. Dodgers part? Anthony Miller uh I don't know. I think I'm say, saying that the right the way. Anthony Miller, two touchdowns. Forty-five to one wow. said he's taking a flyer on that. Is
3: he going to catch them both, or is that just two touchdowns? Someone big? said
4: someone wants right. to, to to bet. Drop, Anthony Miller drop touchdown passes and see if we can do that. Uh, Eric producing the show tonight chimed in with a Rob over seventy and a half receiving yards. I like that. Yeah, and pair that with a touchdown mm-hmm. from
3: Ellen uh, Robinson. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that.
4: Ezekiel, I think Ezekiel, whatever Bears in the over parlay. So we parlayed the Bears and the over. So, uh, you can also tease those too. You could tease you get the bears to uh plus uh I believe you can get them to like plus ten or plus nine now do
3: you have uh, passing yards from Tom Brady and Nick Foles on there because uh, i I think that 's going to be key here. the points bet sports book app check it out and and I think uh Nick foles, if he could get over that like two sixty threshold. I think the over-under for his yards will be a little bit lower than it's that. It's
4: set for Foles at 250 and a half yeah, right now. See, see
3: yeah, if, yeah, if, if the top Foles is somewhere around 260, I, I think that's a good play for you. And then, and then also Tom Brady, is he going to be throwing 264 and a, half for Tom a whole Brady? bunch mm-hmm. on the Chicago Bears defense? How about attempts? So we know that
4: Nagy likes to abandon the run yeah, and throw the early. ball a ton. early. Foles' attempts
3: are at thirty seven and a half. Okay, so so here's here's my logic with this. If you think that Nagy will drop the run game like it's hot in the first quarter, like maybe two possessions, mm-hmm. he gives it a try and two possessions and then immediately ditches it and the and then you also think the Bucks are gonna win tonight by, like, 10, mm-hmm. I would play that over, over? because okay. all the Bears are going to do then is throw It's just throw. throw
4: it's throw. And uh, Demetrio3, I hope I'm saying that right, is mm-hmm. mad that we didn't mention him, so I'll mention him. Uh, he likes Tampa Bay minus 3.5 even though he's a diehard Bears with a Z fan.
3: Okay, and, and also Demetrio, uh, he says, enough with the USC love. Nothing so since West Coast Bias. Nothing since Reggie. Well, listen, you don't think a USC fan knows that they've accomplished nothing since Reggie Bush and Matt Liner were there? You're not telling me anything new. There's nothing new there. I love that. Please. No nobody hates their own team like I do. Clay Helton's the worst. All right. uh, Bears pregame here (laughs) on the Points Bet Sportsbook, Bleck and Abdal with you. We will return in two minutes. And I have uh, five things to look out for in tonight's game. That's coming up next in two minutes.
0: More football talk is near. The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show.
2: On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
0: continuing continuing Bears coverage. Follow us on Twitter
2: at ESPN 1000. Follow
0: us on Instagram at
2: ESPN underscore
0: Chicago. And we have more Bears right now. The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on
2: Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000.
3: It's the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Bears and the Bucks on the lakefront. The Bears are three and one. The Buccaneers are three and one. And if the playoffs started today, I know we're only through four weeks, but allow me to do this, Abdallah. If the playoffs were to start today, this would be a wild-card matchup. Mm. Buccaneers and Bears right now. The Bears would be the sixth seed. The Bucks would be uh, that three seed as they would face off in the playoffs. And Tom Brady coming to town and this Bears team looking to bounce back after a tough loss to the Colts on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely,
4: and I think it's going to be a, uh, a, a tough order. Uh, for this Bears team. You've got the number one team in DVOA. You've got a team that only allows 64 rushing yards per game. You've got a team that is humming on all cylinders except for their special teams, but neither are the Bears. Um, you've got you know the greatest quarterback ever coming in here in Tom Brady, a team that he's never lost to, um, a quarterback that he did lose to, but a team that he's never lost to, um, and, and a team that really needs a win. It's, it's hard to say that a, te- a three-in-one team needs a win, but this team needs a win where they look like a complete football team.
3: You want four quarters and you yeah. want them to play well, mm-hmm. efficient uh on offense, you want them to run the ball, you wanna see Nick Foles, you know, put up some points. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. If um if you're a Bears fan and and you are one of those who looked at the Nagy offense the last couple of years and you said, Yeah. It might be a good offense, but that quarterback, is it's not right. Mm-hmm. Well, he finally got the quarterback. The, the head coach finally has the quarterback that, that he hand-selected. Now let's see them put some points on the board because I think that's what we all need. I have five keys heading into this game that we're going to look at in just a moment. But first, let's go to Josh in Idaho listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Josh? What do you think of tonight's game?
5: Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me on. And you play your cards right. I'll be your official potato guy as well.
3: All
4: right. Uh, oh, wow. No.
5: Any kind? I Can think, I get sweet or uh, regular, or uh, just regular? It, oh. Well, it depends. Do you know the difference between Hall and Oats yet?
4: Do I know the difference between Hall and
5: Oats? The same. Yeah. Do you not remember Hall and Oats? Uh, yeah. uh, never mind. That, that was that was about six months ago.
4: Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm Oats.
5: You know, we dressed uh, yeah, up I, as I, them. I, we I, dressed I, up I, as I, Hall and Oats for
4: Halloween. I was,
5: yeah, the the whole notes, and and yet you you couldn't depict. But anyhow, listen. uh, I think the person who I mean, and this is just my personal opinion that it doesn't really. I think Nick can play okay. I think uh, anybody on the offense can play okay because we all know that now he's going to call the game. However, he's going to call it probably a rush. Only maybe five attempts the whole game. Who knows? But the one person that I feel that can change the game is Robert Quinn. Because if he plays well, everyone else on that defense is going to benefit from it, especially Khalil. I think if Robert Quinn shows up, is going to have an, an unbelievable game. And call me crazy, but I think Eddie Jackson has been balling out aside from maybe, I don't know, one or two missed tackles. and But I, the interception that he had, that he ran back for a touchdown, to me, it just reminded me exactly of uh, the, the play that, uh, what was it, um, Malcolm Butler made and, in the Super Bowl, and, and, but yet he got the defense the pass interference called on him. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Sorry, I've been running up and downstairs here. Yeah, but, no, you're uh, good, Josh. <laughs> but Go uh, I just think that if Robert Quinn actually shows up and plays like he's paid, everything else falls into place. I think Kyle Fuller's been, you know, everyone's going to get touches. king has been, I, at this point, I miss Eddie Goldman more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Cause at least then we had a run stopper in the middle, but I think they're going to run the ball over us and uh, it's going to take our pass rush to actually get the ball back to get more possessions than they get in order for us to get a win. But I do believe that we do get a win tonight.
3: Thanks for the call, Josh. We appreciate it. Call again. All right, man.
5: Thanks guys. Hey, hey sorry for calling you out, <laughs> I,
3: I I'm just glad that we have a potato hookup now. Yeah. I need those fries. Who
4: doesn't? I love potatoes. Hash browns. Fries. What else can you make of potatoes? Tater tots. Tater tots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. What do they call the breakfast bake, thing? bake a potato. What's the breakfast thing you make? Hash browns. Skillet. We already talked about them. You get to put a skillet. No, you put the skillet. You put the potatoes in the skillet. I have
3: five keys to the game thought we would just kind of move along here yep. uh black and abdallah here on espn 1000 uh walking you into a bears coverage tonight uh the bears and the bucks on the lakefront and we're looking for the bears to bounce back uh here are the five things i'm looking forward to from the bears tonight okay number one balance on offense run the football hmm. i know tampa bay is the second best defense against the run but Abdal we have talked about this that the key to a good offense is balance and being able to run the football and against the colts the bears lose that game 19 to 11 the colts ran the ball 38 times the bears ran it 16 and if you go through the 14 games Matt Nagy has lost as Bears head coach 10 of those games 10 of the 14 the team that beat the bears ran the ball more than the Chicago Bears did. And in fact, the four games that the Bears lost where they actually out uh, had more attempts than their opponent, they only lost those games by 13 points combined. Those four games, they only lost by 13 points combined. My point of all of this is that if you run the football and you have a balanced offense, the game will at least be close. You may not win every game, but you will be close. And I think the one thing we've started to see in this season – a trend to kind of keep your eye on is have you noticed when the Bears are not playing well, how immediately the score starts to balloon in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not running the football. Mm-hmm. So immediately things are starting to, to pile on and avalanche against the Bears and they're losing. Uh, you know, the, the Colts game was never really close, even though the score appears it was. But, you know, you're down big against the Lions. You're down big against the Falcons. You were able to come back and win those football games. You can't do that every week in the NFL. So give us a balanced offense tonight. That's number one. Even if it doesn't work, don't abandon the run. Keep doing it. Don't abandon the run
4: halfway through the first
3: quarter when the first two drives don't work out. Keep running. Mm -hmm. Number two, five things to look forward to in tonight's game. Good after, Brady. The Bears are 20th in sacks per game on defense. We need Robert Quinn, like our last caller just said. We need Khalil Mack. We need Akeem Hicks. We need Roquan Smith to get into the backfield and get after Tom Brady. Why, Abdallah? Because the stats that you have on your notepad tell us that Tom Brady is no good. I wrote it down. When there is pressure in his face. Tom Brady has a 2.5
4: QBR when pressured. That is second worst in the NFL. He becomes immortal. He becomes a bad quarterback. He becomes the second-worst quarterback in the NFL when he's pressured. When he's not, he's like 17th with a 75.7 QBR. You
3: have to get to Tom Brady. Number three, five things I'm looking forward to in tonight's Bears game, Bears and Bucks in week five of the NFL Thursday Night Football. Number three. A number two wide receiver. Will you please step up? Allen Robinson cannot do it alone. He has been fantastic to this point in the season. I see Darnell Mooney with his five receptions for 50 yards last week. Anthony Miller with three receptions on five targets for 16 yards. We need a Ted Ginn. He was targeted twice last week for 11 yards. I mean, listen, we need a second wide receiver to step up to help Nick Foles out, to help Allen Robinson out, and to move the football down the field. Can we get a number two wide receiver to step up Mooney, Miller, again somebody can can we get that tonight just hold on to the football hold on to it catch it
4: catch it hold on to it don't let it go through your hands come on
3: anthony miller my thing with anthony miller is this he is one hell of a tiktok dancer he's got all the little moves for a first down going he's a wiggler he's got all the first down a wiggle boy isn't that what it is (laughs) what is uh old called he's a wiggler wigglers yeah um you know, like all the TikTok moves are there. I get it. It's cool. You catch a pass, and then immediately you're doing a little dance. Let's catch catch a few. Yeah, be like Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's not dancing after seven receptions. Okay, can we can we get that, please? Can someone catch some footballs as the number two wide receiver? Five things I'm looking forward to in this Bears game. Five keys. Number four. Mm-hmm. Which special teams unit will play better? The one that's 35th
4: or 25th, or the one that's 30th?
3: That's exactly the stat I'm going to go to. Football (laughs) Outsiders, DVOA stats rank the special teams units with these two teams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 25th in the NFL. The Chicago Bears are 30th in the NFL. I get it. Patterson is a former Pro Bowl player, all pro player as a returner. If it's not there, don't force it. Take the touchback, and we got to make kicks tonight. Which special teams unit will play better?
4: I hope it's the Bears, but, I mean, that means, look, I I think that you have to use Cordell Patterson in in special teams and use him less as a running back. So hopefully that takes something off of his plate and he performs better on special teams. Number five. Number
0: five.
3: Number five, the things I'm looking forward to in tonight's game. Nick Foles needs to play well. He just can't be okay. All right? He needs to be a good quarterback mm-hmm. for the Bears to beat the Bucks. Stretch the field, stand in there, move the ball around, get it to your second wide receiver, hit Allen Robinson. Hopefully Allen Robinson has a big night tonight. But Nick Foles can't just be coming along with the offense. He needs to play well tonight for the Bears to win. Yeah, absolutely. I think that and that goes into,
4: you know, your first key of running the ball. It goes into getting to Tom Brady and 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 you know, having you know, having your defense put you in, in a good position, in good field position, you know, a success in the red zone. That all goes into it. Running the ball, everything. In order for the Bears to have success, they need to play a full four quarters against this Bucks team, who's one of the best in the NFL. And I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if they're capable of it, but it, it, they have the talent. They just have to
3: put it together. So those are the five things I'm looking forward to with this Bears team heading into this game, Bucks and Bears. I have the Bucks winning tonight, 24 to 20. I think that at the end of the day, they, the Bucks, will have a better defensive effort where they're going to be able to stop the Bears' run game. And I don't trust that Matt Nagy will stick to the run plan. And I don't trust that he'll keep it balanced and get a Montgomery in there enough to to make a difference in this game where the Bears come out on top.
4: I uh, I am less optimistic than you. I have this Bears twenty or uh, Bucks twenty four Bears ten. So only one touchdown for the offense, maybe a field goal, and then the Bucks take
3: over. I hope we're wrong. We talk yeah, to absolutely. the Fat Jack coming up next. He gets us our plays for the weekend every Thursday night at seven fifteen. He comes up next.
0: A PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show with Fred Hubner and Brian Hanlon. Back soon. Bet on it. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000.
3: Black and Abdallah here with you on ESPN 1000. Bears and Bucks about to kick off at Soldier Field in just a couple minutes. As Abdallah, we head towards week five in the NFL. I'm ready to gamble. Yeah, let's do it. Starts tonight. As we talk to our friend, the Fat Jack, let's go to uh, Jack now. and need help betting the games against the spread, the NFL, college football, NBA, MLB, UFC. Every result tracked and verified daily, weekly, monthly, and season packages are available. Go to FatJackSports.com, call 800-298-1383, or follow him on Twitter at the TheFatJack. And Jack, on Monday night, I was with you, Packers and chiefs and uh those were winners that you gave out yeah you know we uh, we have a really good week
7: since we talked last we were we're on a 13 two and two run in the nba playoffs, so up a bunch of money there everybody who signed up got the preakness winner for free we actually had the four to win the preakness at 11 to one that went out to everybody for free the bases are up uh, four games since we talked last. Those are free, and then the football. We swept on Sunday. We were two and zero Monday, and uh, very, very strong going into this weekend. So excited about this week. October is typically really, really profitable anyway, but uh, it's always nice to start deep, deep into profit when you're heading into October. So. Uh, I know the Bears friends are looking for a win, but if you want to know who's going to win versus the number, definitely go to fatjacksports.com.
4: Yeah, I was going to say this game kicks off in about two minutes here. Can you give our listeners something, whether it's the total or maybe a, a way to lean in the spread, maybe a prop bet before this one kicks off here?
7: Yeah, if you have a second, play the under. That's the best play in the game. And my clients all got that. You'll see that game post, that number posted all at fatjacksports.com under the results tab, about two Third quarter, I'll put that up. So if you're listening to the show, that's a little bit of where we're heading tonight. I can make a case either way. You know, my problem here is that I, I think that the Bears are going to play better with Bowles than they certainly played with Trubisky, and I think an- another start will help him. But all of the trends say Tampa here. I mean, the Bears have been horrible against the number, no matter how you look at it. They're four eleven and one against the spread. A last sixteen on Thursday night. They're one and eight against the spread. Their last nine after a loss. And they're four and twelve against the spread. Their last sixteen overall. Translation: You want to own a sports book in Chicago right now, because the Bears fans are loyal. My wife's up there right now, uh, and she says there are Bears uniform, or Bears jerseys everywhere. And I know those people like to play the home team, but it has been a good way to lose money uh, over the over the last you know even up to sixteen games. So I, I like. I think that the Bears have some value here. I also like the under, which leads me toward the Bears. Anytime you look under, you're going to look underdog in the game, and I think that Brady will be exposed against better defenses. The Bears haven't been a better defense this year; they're 25th in the league on yards gained, and excuse me, 24th in yards gained, 25th in points scored. So they're going to need to play better, clearly. But I think they'll get some pressure on Brady, cause some mistakes. I think I feel like. Uh, this is a Bears night, even though all the trends say otherwise. But under is the best play in the
3: game. We're talking gambling with the Fat Jack with Bleck and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. And Jack, you mentioned uh, obviously the hot start to October. And I know last week on the show, you were letting our listeners in on the difference between betting the NFL before you get to October and then how the Sharps can, like yourself, you can really take advantage when we get into the month of October. What should our listeners be looking for uh, when we look at all these spreads each week throughout the month of October going forward? Forward. Yeah,
7: there was a little more of a learning curve this year uh, because of COVID and no fans and the late travel and all that kind of stuff. So it took a little bit longer for sharps, you know, for guys that typically win betting these games to get going. But I think last week was a pretty big week for most everybody that knows what they're doing. It was not that difficult of a week. Sunday, like I said, we swept the board Sunday with the selections too, so it wasn't like just Monday. Um, but when you're looking at these things, you want to pay less attention to what you saw last week. All right, that's what everybody that loses does. They look in the rearview mirror and say, well, that happened last week. It's going to definitely happen this week. That is not how you make money betting on sports. You have to uh, pay attention to what's going on within the games, but you undervalue what you saw just seven days ago because Vegas has TV sets also. All the sports books in Be- in, uh, around the country have sports books. So um, and look for teams that typically will show up and play good in this type of spot. Either historically, or you just know the makeup of their team will be better than what the general public believes. Cincinnati going to Baltimore. Look at that one. I've talked about Lamar Jackson taking a step back literally every week on this show. I think uh, certainly the first couple of weeks of the season we talked about that, and he's done exactly that. He has not um, he has not played that well this year. People think he will blow it bust out this week, but the reality is Cincinnati's five and one against the spread. Their last six at Baltimore, and. Baltimore games, four of their last five overall have gone under. The Translation, they're figuring out how to defend Lamar Jackson. And so they're not scoring as many points. And let's say we're not talking about Cincy going in and pulling the upset. They're getting well over double digits, up to two touchdowns in this spot. And we talked about this a bunch. Double-digit wins in the NFL. Teams that win by double digit, it's less than 6% of the time you'll have a team beat another team by more than 10 points. So. There's a lot of parity in the league. Take advantage of that. As people get more information, they don't know how to value it correctly. So this is a classic spot. where everybody's going to jump on Baltimore because it's a better team, but Cincinnati probably gets the money there.
4: This is something that's new to all of us, Jack. Whereas you know the the league is moving games around due to COVID nineteen test positive tests. How are you approaching these games where you look at a team like the Chiefs that was going to play? three games in 11 days and now they their game gets moved from Thursday night to Sunday night so they're going to have the normal amount of time and the team that they were going to play who was going to have fresh legs is now playing on Tuesday night in the Bills and now they're going to be playing next Sunday so how are you looking at, at these games that get moved in, in an environment where no one has really had time to you know look at this from a handicapping perspective?
7: Yeah, You, you have to be patient first of all. You can't jump out and, and unless you find out information as far as who has COVID or injuries and stuff ahead of time and uh, that's more in college football because they're pretty much pressing on unless it's a bunch of players um, but in the NFL be patient let the general public push the line because most of the time they're gonna push it away from where it should go you talk about Kansas City uh, at this point in the year it, it, you're either playing Kansas City or you're not playing the game all right this is the team that absolutely just been a freight train versus the number I mean five and0 their last five at home five and0 in the series. Um, they go back 12-1. and one. Uh, the, the Charger game was the only game they haven't covered going back to December. So this is a team that if you're wanting to bet against, don't. All right, Stay out of the way until uh, – because they're outperforming the market. They're a little bit like New, uh, New England was a couple of years ago. New England just to generally outperforms the market no matter how many points you make them give up, uh, at least under Brady. So um, definitely stay away from that game. And the, the key is – You got to wait. If they're going to push the game till Tuesday, it's most of the time going to create value. We kill Monday nights and Thursday nights typically because there's fewer games to bet on, and gamblers want to gamble. The guys want to bet. They're going to bet. They don't know anything. And so let them bet. Let them move the number away from where it's supposed to go and take advantage of that.
3: Jack, I felt that uh, gambling MLB the last couple of days. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking with the Fat Jack. Go to FatJackSports.com. I wanted to ask you one college game because we finally have a juicy college matchup on Saturday night. Two top ten teams facing off Miami and Clemson. Is there a way we should play this matchup?
7: Yeah, bay- baseball could be a fickle mistress, I'll tell you. I mean, I, <laughs> yes. yeah, I've got mm-hmm. a couple of gamblers out there that, <laughs> that give me their selections, and they've been killing them. And then, you know, you line up today, we play the Marlins. And it's free, so nobody has to pay for these, so that's a good thing. Play the Marlins, and they just get smoked. So, I mean, you can get in a lot of trouble if you don't know what you're doing in bases, for sure. Uh, yeah, This can, here's the deal. I don't know that the line's going to matter, and you heard it here first. I, I predicted before the season that Iowa State would win the Big 12, and at the time, everybody said I was an idiot. I also had Milwaukee to not make the finals when they went into the bubble. Everybody called me crazy. I don't know that the line matters here. Either Clemson blows out Miami, Florida, or I think Miami could win. The quarterback down there is the real deal. They are confident. They are much more put together. They have very good athletes. They can compete athletically against Clemson. And Clemson has not been tested this year. Uh, Britt Venables, by the way, I know him from his days in Oklahoma. Great coach. Great guy. Uh, and he would be the first to admit they have not been as disciplined this year as they have in years past. Um, but I, so I think Miami keeps this thing very close, and it was not surprise me if they win the game. They're fifteen and six to the under on the road. They go on the road, they don't score a lot of points, they keep it ugly, um and they sustain some drives. So I, I'm not saying this is the upset alert of the year. I'm just not sure the points matter. so I think we're gonna find a lot of, a lot about these two teams but Miami's very, very dangerous, especially with their quarterback. I lean toward them plus the points and I don't I don't think the points matter. Either Clemson blows them out and that looks like a foolish pick or Miami wins straight up. So good game to watch, not the best one to bet on.
3: Thank you, Jack. Good luck, and we will talk to you next Thursday night at seven fifteen.
7: Yeah, three hundred and seventy nine dollars gets you everything through Halloween that's less than a hundred bucks a week. Everybody gets the same picks or text to your cell phone or email to you. And they will win you money. We're having a very, very good run right now. We're going to have a huge October. Join us at fatjacksports.com.
3: Absolutely. Go to the website, fatjacksports.com. Call 800 298 1383. Need help begging the games against the spread? The NFL, college football, NBA, MLB, and UFC. Every result tracked and verified daily, weekly, monthly, and seasonal packages are all available. Follow him on Twitter at the Fat So that's the Fat Jack. And- that's it for us tonight, Abdallah, as uh, we uh, will uh, head on out and we will be back tomorrow from at 6 o'clock here on ESPN 1000 recapping the Bears, and we'll be back at 2 o'clock with Waddle and Sylvie with all of your Bears coverage tomorrow after the game. And make sure you check out the uh, post-game show right after the
4: game with Jeff Meller and Howard Griffith. They will be here taking all of your phone calls, angry or happy, after the Bears game, and then check out and J. Hood bright and early at 7 a.m. tomorrow
0: morning.
3: Black thank you to Eric Kostrowski. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Chicago's home for sports, talking Bears football. Back with more Bears insights after a timeout.
2: ESPN 1000.